BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome into hour number two right here on the Sports Grid Network Series XM channel 159. It's Joe and Donnie in the morning. In this next hour, we have it all covered for you. But how about this? The U.S. team advanced into the knockout stage. I need more information. So where do we go? Mike DeCourcy from the Sporting News. He has today's preview. If there's one thing we learned through the second round of games in Qatar, It's that a World Cup in winter has a snowball's chance of being ordinary. Germany, England, Spain, the Netherlands, every one of them failed to win their second World Cup group game. Together, they couldn't even average one goal. Now, that's entirely on England, but the point's the same. Simply expecting the favorites to do their thing isn't working. I'm Mike DeCourcy of the Sporting News, and this is your World Cup update. So what do we expect to happen now? The value to this point has been in locating the underdog capable of shocking a big name like Morocco did to Belgium. Poland might be one of those teams in the third round. The weight Robert Lewandowski has been carrying around about not scoring at the World Cup is lifted. And Poland is in position to win Group C with either a victory or a draw. And the odds on either are attractive. The Argentines got it done against Mexico And maybe that unleashes the full fury of Lionel Messi, but they were not exceptional for most of that game. Japan has really nice odds to beat Spain. They did it against Germany, earning a one-goal late victory. This is a different, more profound challenge, but Japan performed consistently well up until their second-round flop against Costa Rica. And if you think about it, that result fits the underdog model too. With Japan against Spain, it could be small investment, big reward. Saudi Arabia is coming in as a long-odds underdog against Mexico, even though El Tri has not scored a single goal at this World Cup. The Saudis have had some of the best fan support at this tournament, maybe the best, considering a lot of Qataris walked out on their team's home opener. And that support could carry the Saudis through. All right. We want to thank Mike DeCourcy of the Sporting News getting us caught up on all topics here. World Cup four games, Joe, in action today. And no longer do we have that staggered four games. Why? You want to keep the competitive advantages flowing. Two games at 10 o'clock Eastern today. Two more games at 2 o'clock. And we do have some heavy favorites here on the board. Denmark, a minus 200 price. France, a minus 260. Argentina, minus 240. And Mexico at a minus 160. Now, yesterday, we did see Mm. Team USA move on to the weekend action and a lot of these teams either a playing to move on b just looking to get not get hurt but what do we see opening up here in some of these fields any thoughts joe on any one of these four games today that we're looking at here yeah i mean uh from what uh, the uh, the soccer folks that i've been uh, talking to really seem to uh think uh, mexico's got a uh, shot here uh today and i i ain't one to uh, i ain't one to argue i think We've got uh, the USA plays when now? They are going to play on Saturday, right? So we have a couple yep. of more days 
yeah. for uh, the elimination, uh, the opportunity for uh, teams to advance, and then, of course, the elimination. But uh, and the word on the street that I get is uh, Mexico is the play here uh, today. I think Ooh. Argentina, right, against Poland is really the way to go. So, um, you know... It, Try not to back huge favorites here, Donnie. Uh, try to give myself yeah. uh, an opportunity here with uh, maybe some um, both teams to score those types of props there. Um, there's there's a lot of ways. The best part about this, Donnie, is there's a lot of ways to be able to cash some tickets when it comes to this sport, not necessarily just who wins or loses. Uh, and we know there ain't going to be 19 goals like there was in the NHL last night. So, I, I think it, it narrows the field down for us a little bit to cash a few. Cash a ticket with L Triz. We welcome in the radio audience here, Sirius XM Channel mm-hmm. 159. You're watching and listening to the early line on the Sports Grid Network. Joe Ranieri and Donnie Wrightside talking a little bit of World Cup action. When Joe says he was talking to some soccer people, he meant me. Of course he did. If we take a look at the That's World correct. Cup winner's market at the FanDuel Sportsbook, Brazil, a plus 210. France, a plus 550. Oof. Spain, a plus 650. Now, two points here, Joe. Hey, Team USA, let's go, let's win. And they're down there at 90 to 1. So, still a little bit of a long shot. Got better odds with Alabama crashing the party in college football here mm-hmm. than you do with the U.S. crashing the party here with the World Cup. But also, selfish me being a soccer fan over the past few weeks. I see Team USA yesterday. All right, moved on. Okay. We're probably going to have a couple days off from soccer until the weekend. No. We're not done the group stages. We have a few more days of multiple games per day. So the World Cup providing endless content for us, Joe. Yeah, no, it's uh, and <laughs> this whole the whole process, Danny, it, the whole scheduling of this World mm-hmm. Cup is uh, it gets a little getting used to it too because it's like we had two weeks of matter before we actually yes. get to the uh, eliminate. Like I'm like, so wait a minute, so what is this next round? Or like, oh well, this is the elimination. Well, so basically, it's the Sweet 16 with a different name. Is that basically what we're looking at right now? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what we're looking That's at. That's kind so of what we got. Learning as we go with the audience <laughs> listening out there, helping us along as well, along with the sporting news. So it's a perfect match here for four games set up on the day, and we're certainly looking forward to that. But it's nice because Boom. the U.S. now is going to play Saturday, and also the time frame really works well. I mean, hey, if you have the World Cup in the United States, which is coming in a few years, Keep it over in the Middle East. Why? I love these times. I'm up early. Yeah, and if agree. you're not going to intervene with my college football championship Saturday, everything's going to work out well. You know I'm what else is going to work out well? Joe and Donnie talking some NFL action coming up next. Keep the dial right here. Sirius XM Channel 159. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Building a stronger financial foundation? Good plan. Northwestern Mutual's Guide to Good Financial Planning can help you balance spending and saving, set goals, and start creating the life you want to be living. You'll learn how the tools in your financial plan reinforce each other to help you minimize taxes and offset potential risks. Grow your confidence by strengthening your finances today at northwesternmutual.com slash good plan. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Rolling in hour number two right here on Sirius XM Channel 159, the Sports Grid Network. Joe Ranieri, Donnie writes out. It's time to talk some. You didn't think we were going to talk NFL today. You are crazy as we're going to hit this mm. round run. And actually, 
have some fun with this stuff here. Typically, we'll get to the game shows coming a little bit later in the show, but let's get down to the nitty-gritty here and talk some odds here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. How about this cut? How about this topic? Team with the best regular season record. No, not now. It's actually the team that's going to finish with the best regular season record. At the FanDuel Sportsbook, if you take a look at this market, show, the Philadelphia Eagles, no surprise, sit up top here at a minus 125 price, followed by the Kansas City Chiefs at a plus 195, the Minnesota Vikings in a little bit of a fall off there at plus 750, and the Buffalo Bills at 10-1. to 1. Obviously, the Eagles sit up top. They are 10-1 and with the best record in the NFL. Other challengers, as we talked about here, the Chiefs and the Vikings, both of those teams do have two losses on the season. Now, if you're looking for some added support, I think the Philadelphia Eagles finish at the minus-125 price and take this down. I actually do. But if you're looking over the past few games, maybe there's a little bit of worry going into some of the injuries on defense for the Philadelphia Eagles, and can they hold up over the remaining parts of the season and hold down that number one overall seed? I'll ask you this now, Joe. Do you think the Philadelphia Eagles at a minus-125 are the play here, or is it, whoa, I don't know if the Chiefs are going to lose out. I think the Vikings got a comparable schedule. The Philadelphia Eagles still got to play the Giants twice and also go on the road and play the Cowboys. Is there some vulnerability to the Philadelphia Eagles taking this down, or do you see going value with somebody else here? Well, the problem is, and I and I think Philadelphia, this game this week is going to be real interesting because uh, that run defense is just worrisome. Uh, and I think it's the worst kind of hole to have in the defense, Donnie, for a kind of bet like this because a great running game, a la Josh Jacobs against Seattle, um, you know, when you can't stop the run and things don't go all your way at some particular point, you're going to get caught maybe once, maybe twice before it's all said and done because let us not forget, we're going to get to like week 16, 17, 18. Things are going to be wrapped up for teams. Um, and all of a sudden now, a game in which nobody's playing, nobody cares because it means absolutely nothing, and we're getting losses, could really mess up a bet like this. So while I think Philadelphia's schedule favors them, I do think uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, they're going to beat Cincinnati this weekend, and then Kansas City is in a battle for that home field advantage, I think, uh, with Buffalo. So I do think Kansas City is going to go from now through the end of the season they are going to run through teams as much as they can to get that game back at Arrowhead as opposed to Orchard Park with uh, Buffalo or any place else for that matter. It's a great topic you bring up here because some of those dynamics would have changed. The Philadelphia Eagles have one loss. Whether or not they lose right. one, two, or three, the goal is to absolutely be the number one overall seed. So if they can lose their last two weeks and arrest some guys, they will absolutely do that. Yep. The reason I bring up that topic is if the Philadelphia Eagles were undefeated, and let's just say the Kansas City Chiefs only had one loss, the Vikings only had one right. loss, let's just say the Bills only had one loss in that respect, you'd say to yourself, well, even if the Eagles had the NFC wrapped up, they could sit the last three weeks, but sometimes playing for a bigger picture, I mean, like, hey, we got a That's Super Bowl correct. a couple of years ago. Why don't we go run the table in the Super Bowl and be immortalized in the NFL? That's not going to take place. So good point there by Joe Ranieri. Worst regular season record. Let's flip the tide over here and take a look at this. I don't even think this market is even priced correctly here. And why I'm saying that at the FanDuel Sportsbook, Houston is a minus 550. They're one win mm. and one tie on the season. The next closest competitors here have at least three wins. Now, granted, a lot of these teams are going to be tanking along with the Texans, but every time I watch the Texans, and I joke about this to Kevin, it seems like to me they don't even play with a scoreboard. And what I mean by that is they could be down 7, 14, 21, or 30. They're establishing the run. They're running their offense to pick up first downs. They're just trying to keep the football. It's like they don't even matter about what the scoreboard is. Is there any way possible that the FanDuel Sportsbook lists the Houston Texans at a minus 550, but you're looking elsewhere, like the Bears, the Broncos, the Rams, all priced in that you know 10 to 1, the 20 to 1 market? Because for me, I can't bet against the Texans here. For me, they're going to be the team with the worst record. I don't even know if they win another game this year, Joe. Well, that's a good, let's start there, uh, Donnie. Let's go with the schedule now. They've got, uh, they just lost to Miami. Uh, they've got Cleveland. They've got Dallas. They've got Kansas City. They've got Tennessee. Mm -hmm. They have Jacksonville. And they end the year against Indianapolis. So even if they get to uh, January 8th, the last game of the year for them, against Indy, um, yeah, I still think they're going to be at one win. 
So even if they were to somehow win that game, um, two wins is still going to take it down because I think most everyone else on that list there, right? Everyone else has got at least three wins. You can't lose wins, I don't think, although maybe they should give them back some of these. Uh, but you ain't beating Cleveland, Dallas, Kansas City, Tennessee, Jacksonville, maybe Indy. But at that point, I think that ticket's already cashed. Yeah, it looks like it has at this point. Because, again, I'm just looking at the competitiveness. Like, and also, you know, hey, by the way, we're going to make a move from Davis Mills and put Kyle Allen. Ooh, let's see how that worked. Yeah, that was horrendous. They didn't look like an NFL team in the first half against the Dolphins. Getting They're not playing anybody, Donnie, who would break. be trying to lose the rest of the way. That's the problem. They're not playing anybody Man. that you'd go, oh, wow, both of these teams are going to try to lose. You yeah. know, that schedule is yeah. brutal for Houston down the rest of the way. No, it certainly is. And I'm trying to find here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Sometimes they pop in. There we go. To be the number one seed, Joe Ranieri. And we're going to start here again with the NFC. Now, similarly, we talked about who's going to have the best overall record. Probably would think the Philadelphia Eagles would be the favorite here. Same thing. Number one seed in the NFC. A minus 290 price on the Philadelphia Eagles. The Dallas Cowboys at a 5-1 to one price. And the Minnesota Vikings at a plus 650. It's going to be hard for me to relinquish the Philadelphia Eagles here being that top seed. Why? Because if you're looking at the team right behind them, would be the Minnesota Vikings with two losses. The issue also, they lost to the Philadelphia Eagles. They don't play in the same division. Mm -hmm. So you can't wrap around. It's okay, they beat us first time around, Joe. Let's beat them second time around and even it up. It's almost a de facto half-game lead, which gives you that tie-breaking advantage. But the Dallas Cowboys here, playing with some fire, they still take on the Philadelphia Eagles on Christmas Eve where they can pick up a game. Is there any value for the number one seed behind the Philadelphia Eagles? Or do you believe that maybe the 49ers, the Dallas Cowboys, or the Minnesota Vikings could take down the Eagles and get the number one seed? So the thing that uh, worries me about the Eagles is that they've got um, Tennessee, who does uh, the one thing really well in offense that they have a very hard time dealing with on defense with one of the best in Derrick Henry. Uh, and then you have not one, you've got three games against your division rivals. You've got two against the Giants still to play, and you've got Dallas sandwiched in there. So... It, they certainly, it's advantage Philadelphia, but hey, uh, let's say they lose to Dallas. Let's say they split with the Giants. All of a sudden, we're at, uh, or let's say they don't even win this weekend against Tennessee. So all of a sudden, one loss could turn into three, possibly four. And then we're looking at a totally different um, scenario here with what the Cowboys at number two. The 49ers already have four yeah. losses, right? So I don't see. I don't see the thing, the wheels falling off to that degree here for Philadelphia. Um, but they've got three very challenging games against division rivals coming up here, which uh, uh, will determine whether or not a bet like that wins. Yeah, measuring stick games, right? Philadelphia Eagles, they are favored mm -hmm. by five, five and a half. Handle Sportsbook over the Titans, but quickly on the AFC number one seed. It feels like this weekend we do have a measuring stick game for Kansas City going up against Cincinnati. Yep. They win this game for me. I think they probably win out and will take down that number one overall seed. It gets a little dicey if they lose, but also the Bills got some tough games down the stretch as well. Number one seed in the AFC for you, Joe, here with value. Bills have a tough game Thursday night, so this yes, is, uh, but but Odell Beckham Jr. is in town, so it's all going to be fine. Oh, um, Friday. Yes, yeah, it's all going to be okay. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, um, no, so we're going to go uh, We're going to go with Kansas City in the driver's seat, but don't think you can sleep uh, on the Bills just yet. But Kansas City, it's their number one seed to lose. Yeah, I agree with you there. I do agree. Even though I want the Buffalo Bills to win the AFC. Why? Because I do have a financial responsibility to my family to cash that ticket. But coming up next, game mm -hmm. show time. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Building a stronger financial foundation 
good plan. Northwestern Mutual's Guide to Good Financial Planning can help you balance spending and saving, set goals, and start creating the life you want to be living. You'll learn how the tools in your financial plan reinforce each other to help you minimize taxes and offset potential risks. Grow your confidence by strengthening your finances today at northwesternmutual.com slash goodplan. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, it's a sports grid exclusive here. The only game show maybe on the network that we like to play each and every Wednesday. Where will the lines end up in the NFL? And a lot of good games to talk about. So, Joe, let's get it started here. And if we Mm. take a look at rotation number 451-452, that's the New York Jets. I should say the new look Jets at this point with Mike White at quarterback taking on those Minnesota Vikings who, like Rodney Dangerfield, can never get any respect out here. They're favored by three points currently at the FanDuel Sportsbook, talking about the Minnesota Vikings. So a lot of respect for the New York Jets here and a lot of disrespect typically for the Minnesota Vikings. But my question to you is, that three seems like a pretty good number. Is it respectful of one of these teams? And maybe where does this line end up by the time we kick off one o'clock on Sunday? Well, uh, Jet backers uh, Sunday Mm. night, as soon as the uh, lines came out, were able to grab... uh, Three and a half, uh, and that has since uh, oh. gone away. So it is now sitting uh, at three and settled in there. And it may jump back to three and a half, Donnie, um, uh, but it's not going to last long uh, because I, I, you're going to have a situation the minute that hook is available again. Uh, if there is enough push that way, uh, it's not going to be out there forever. Anybody who bet the Jets at three and a half on the opening on Sunday night is awaiting for that three and a half to pop in and then they'll pounce on it again. But I don't know that we'll get there. I also don't think it's going to go to two and a half. So I think what you see here is what you get. But make a note, uh, the one side in this game that has gotten steamed is the total. So they are expecting points in this one here. We're looking at about a two-point move to the over here. So keep an eye on that line as well. Yeah, I'm interested in that one, too, because if you take a look at the Jets here, Mike White comes in. We're not saying he's Joe Montana at this point, but it's pretty evident that the offense is much more fluid with him at quarterback. Three legitimate Mm -hmm. wide receivers now for the Jets actually getting involved and being healthy is interesting because why? The Minnesota Vikings actually have a very good run defense, but a little bit lacking and banged up in that secondary. We'll see if Mike White can take advantage of that. And the things that we like as total backers, Joe Ranieri, Oh, it's in freezing cold Minnesota. Is it going to be snow and rain? Who cares? Yeah. Inside a dome here. And you saw Mike White, by the way, last week in a pounding rainstorm dominate a bad Bears secondary. We'll see if that continues this weekend. So some fun to look at in respect to that. The Titans and the Philadelphia Eagles. This line opened up, Joe, at a minus six and a half at the FanDuel Sportsbook in favor of the Philadelphia Eagles. We now see five and a halfs now on the market here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. And again, Joe's probably going to talk about this added you know, shot in this game. Derrick Henry's coming mm-hmm. to town against the Philadelphia Eagles defense, who might get Jordan Davis back, their first-round draft pick out of Georgia, an absolute mountain in the middle. But they did side Linval Joseph and also in Dominican Sue. We'll see if that makes a mm. difference. But this line dipping to five and a half. Do we see it go lower, or do we get a buyback on the Philadelphia Eagles, which pushes us closer to a touchdown come Sunday? Yeah, so... We've seen it creep up here a little bit, right? Fives were widely available. Now it's five and a half, as I think the love uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. Here's the problem, though. You've got an Eagles team that just has not covered here, guys, uh, at all. In fact, uh, we're looking at, what, over three and three against the number in the last six here? Uh, They beat the Lions, didn't cover. Cardinals didn't cover. Texas, uh, the Colts. They lost to the Commanders as a favorite, and yet here they are in no man's land at five, five and a half. Um, I do think this is going to come back down a click here, though. I do think 
five is probably where we're laying. Anytime you see a number like this with the books opening it, Donnie, the books are telling this is no man's land. This ain't getting up to seven, and it ain't getting down to three and a half. You ain't getting so what they're telling you right here is whoever's gonna win this game, they're gonna win it handily. So uh, you know, it's you can if you like Philadelphia, don't be afraid of laying it. Um, but if you uh, if you think that uh, the cover is not in the cards. Uh, Tennessee uh, not only taking those five, uh, five and a half, but that money line might be uh, not a bad way to look at it here, uh, especially since what? The Titans have covered uh, their eight and three against the number this year. They don't get a whole lot of respect. So this could be a good opportunity here to grab those points with the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, before that loss to the Cincinnati Bengals for the Titans, they were hot, man. Seven and one, I believe, in the yeah. last eight games up to that point. Don't know how they win games. Yep. It just shows you that Vrabel knows the secret formula for that team. Just wish they could pass a little bit better because the Philadelphia Eagles down Avante Maddox already a few weeks ago on IR, Good one point. of the best slot corners in the NFL. And also Gardner Johnson, you saw him get a lacerated kidney timetable up on his return, but certainly on IR and will not be back this week. So down two starters in that secondary. If that play-action pass can work for Tannehill, maybe to the young wide receiver Burks, we might get some movement there let's take a look at a game here in the nfc east the washington commanders back into the playoffs possibly here how about the new york giants trying to stay in that playoff picture probably fading out of it this line opened up at the FanDuel sportsbook at minus one it now sits at a minus two and a half price as a road favorite for the commanders we know the giants are going to fight hard each and every week it seems like they lose key skill position players where you're down to saquon barkley and nothing else but the commanders being a favorite on the road. Joe, does this line hit three, or are we going to stay sub-threes here until we get kickoff on Sunday? It's, uh, it will – you're going to get giant money coming back in here at, at some point here. So I do think uh, I, threes will not be available, but I do think you're going to see a push for the Giants uh, game day. I, I do think maybe uh, two – uh, and one and a half and twos will be around here because it appears that uh, we did get an initial push here for Washington. But I think the Giants backers, too, are going to wait to see if they can get three. Uh, and if they can't, I think come, uh, you know, come game time and game day, you're going to start to see uh, a little bit of giant money come in and push this market uh, towards them. But, hey, wh you know, what can you say about Heineke? They're six and one. What uh, they're six and one with this uh, with with Heineke in there now, straight up and against the number. I mean, my goodness, uh, Carson Wentz. Who knew? Is he still even in the? Is he even on the team still? Uh, have they gotten? Have they dumped him? Sending him back to Philly? Maybe. Uh, no, I, I think the Giants, the backers are coming here. So uh, hang tight. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a fun one to play out because when you look at the Giants, it basically is Saquon Barkley and nothing else here. I do think the mm. commanders are much more talented, but still, you got to win on the road in an environment that's going to be tough because the Giants certainly still trying to make the playoffs along with the commanders. And by the way, Carson Wentz, I heard the locker room reports here. Very good team guy behind the scenes, Ooh. Joe Ranieri. So maybe that can lift All that right. two and a half up to a three because Carson Wentz it's willing tough. his team to victory with yes. a clipboard. Let's take a look at Cleveland and Oof. Houston. Why is this game big? Normally wouldn't be a big at all, but how about this? Deshaun Watson coming back off of suspension, heading to take on his old team in the Texans. Two teams basically going nowhere this season, but this line opened up at six at the FanDuel Sportsbook, now sits at seven. We don't know what we're getting out of Deshaun Watson. We know he wants to play good against the Texans. We know the Texans want to stop him. Is seven the right price here for this game on Sunday, or do we see any movement to get below a touchdown or over a touchdown, which you know the betting markets will pounce either direction if that happens? You ain't going to get any love towards Houston here, uh, Deshaun Watson or not. Uh, but what you may get is uh, a whole lot of uh, teaser money coming in, backing, uh, taking the Browns down to uh, to minus one, which is probably the only way you should even consider playing uh, this game here, given the fact that I don't know what you're going to get. What are you going to get from Deshaun Watson? I mean, let's be realistic here. I do know that Cleveland's offense has been pretty efficient uh, with Jacoby Brissett. They've had issues on defense, uh, but you know, now all of a sudden you're bringing a guy that hasn't taken a snap in years. Yeah, good luck figuring that out. But I would not expect seven and a halfs to show up. I do think the uh, the teasers will be the way to look here with the Cleveland Browns. 
TBD for the next game here, Joe Ranier, and not because it's to determine who the teams are going to be or when they're going to play. It's actually the quarterbacks that are going to be under center. We're talking about Green Bay and Chicago. Aaron Rodgers yesterday in the Pat McAfee should go, yeah, scans came back good. I'm ready to go. Now, it's a little bit different question. Does the coach, GM, and organization want Aaron Rodgers to be ready to go against the Chicago Bears? But from a Chicago Bears perspective, are we running Justin Fields back out there in a lost season with some shoulder injuries? Well, the betting market here opened up at two and a half, now sits at four on the news that Aaron Rodgers will play. He's dominated the Bears in the past. Where does this line end up, and does it matter if Simeon or Fields plays? And are we already hedging in the market with some of these sports books? Four right now. Does it end at four? No, no, it probably doesn't because the rumors and who's starting, who's not, is going to be all over the place here, just like it was against the Jets. It's Simeon. No, it's Peterman. No, it's Simeon. No, it's Peterman. Nope, or back to Simeon. So the line uh, will fluctuate according to that news. I'm not sold that Aaron Rodgers uh, will uh, will be starting in this game. Um, and if I'm the Packers, really, why? What? Uh, yeah, I don't know why. The sooner you can get Jordan Love, who it didn't look that bad, by the way, uh, in relief there against those uh, the Eagles. Uh, the sooner, the better there. I don't know that Aaron Rodgers gets into this game. And the Bears, yeah, it's going to be roulette. I absolutely would not throw Fields in this game. Why? Uh, I mean, what do you have to gain by putting, uh, you know, Fields into this matchup here? Let him heal up. Um, I think this line is going to be all oh, the most volatile of all the lines because the quarterback uh, who's starting and who's not is going to switch multiple times before Sunday. We got two games I want to talk about after the break, but it also begs the question for Green Bay: What actually is best for your future? You're not making the playoffs yeah. this year. Is it getting Aaron Rodgers exactly. right, or just getting Aaron Rodgers surgery to heal up in the offseason? Hope Jordan Love plays well, and if he does, you can flip him for draft picks. Or if Jordan Love is terrible and he plays, you get a higher draft pick here. A lot of things Amen. to decipher here for the Green Bay Packers on which way they want to go. But we're handicappers. We only care what's going to happen this weekend with the Packers and where that line is going to end up. And we're going to talk Dolphins, 49ers, and Chiefs, Bengals coming up. Two monster games here with a lot on the line. So make sure you join us. Come right back here. It's the early line in the Sports Grid Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Building a stronger financial foundation? Good plan. Northwestern Mutual's Guide to Good Financial Planning can help you balance spending and saving, set goals, and start creating the life you want to be living. You'll learn how the tools in your financial plan reinforce each other to help you minimize taxes and offset potential risks. Grow your confidence by strengthening your finances today at northwesternmutual.com slash good plan. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, guessing a few more of these lines where they will end up in the NFL. And then we switch it over to college football action this weekend. Championship weekend here with a lot still to get to. But let's take a look. Two really good games in that 4 o'clock time slot this weekend, Joe. First one up here, 469, 470 on the rotation. 
Where does this line end up? The Miami Dolphins and the San Francisco 49ers. The line opened up at the FanDuel Sportsbook here at a minus four and a half price as a favorite for the San Francisco 49ers. We're now seeing a downshift to three and a half as we're currently looking at here. A total of 46 and a half. Some light rain in the forecast out there in California for this one. But if you saw last week, the Dolphins took the second half off to get ready for those 49ers. The 49ers in turn had a shutout against the New Orleans Saints. Where does this line end up? Because it feels right. Three and a half, four range here. I would be surprised myself if it gets back to three. But Joe Ranieri, your thoughts on where the line ends up for the Dolphins and the 49ers come Sunday? Well, it was. I mean, you did have three and a half uh, at the open on Sunday. Then it popped up to four. Now we're starting to see it come back down to three and a half. There are still uh, some questions as far as uh, the health of a few of these uh, Miami Dolphins. We know uh, Armstead there, the deep, uh, yep. offensive tackle there, protecting Tua. Um, he, he's got an injury there. He got knocked out in Houston. Uh, Tyreek Hill got banged up in there. Um, Jeff Wilson uh, left that game. So a lot of injury concerns here with the Miami Dolphins. And you mentioned them taking the second half off. Uh, speaking of second half, the 49ers have now gone four straight games without allowing a second half Dude. point. A wow. second half point. Uh, the 49ers have been, that defense has been absolutely lights out, especially in the second half, um, which makes sense, right? Because it's all about adjustments. And the first half of games are always the scripted portion. Uh, we know that uh, McDaniel there, very familiar with this team, the former OC there, very familiar with Jimmy Garoppolo. So it's intriguing, but again, cross-country, into uh, into the lines then there. it's um, We're going to learn a lot about this Miami team. Offen are they as good offensively as the Kansas City Chiefs? Or is this team capable of going in and getting that defense uh, to give up a boatload of points? It's going to be fascinating to watch. I don't happen to think so, but I don't think you're going to get three, and I don't think you're going to get four and a half. I think you're going to get either four or three and a half by the time kickoff comes. Levi Stadium in Santa Clara will be rocking with the home of the faithful here. We'll see if that can hold up. That is a big-time game, particularly for the Miami Ooh. Dolphins here, if they want to try to take down that AFC East crown. Maybe the game of the weekend here. Kansas City is going to travel to take on the Cincinnati Bengals. What I like about this game, it looks like we're going to get Joe Mixon back. It looks like we're going to get Jamar Chase back here for the Bengals. So full go for their side, going up against the Chiefs. This line opened up at the FanDuel Sportsbook as a field goal favorite to the road team, Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs, but it's now dipped to two and a half, which I feel right. I actually like the Cincinnati Bengals in this game. It's always hard, though, for the betting public, including myself, to look at games with the Kansas City Chiefs around the field goal and say, how do I not just take Patrick Mahomes? So looking at this game here, are we staying under a field goal favorite for Kansas City, or do we get that line bouncing back to a full field goal by the time this game takes place on Sunday? Listen, I think once we hear the status is Jamar Chase back, uh, Mixon uh, confirmation on both, I do think you're going to start to see that get a little bit closer towards, uh, you know, the Bengals in this spot here. Because don't forget, I mean, it's not like the Bengals haven't beaten the Chiefs before. It's not like they're not capable of beating the Chiefs. And I think... Uh, that opening of two and a half there, I think, was all based upon we don't know if we're getting Mixon back. We don't know if Jamar Chase, are they pushing it back? Once we get a little more clarity, I think, as this week moves on, I think that line will move closer to the Cincinnati Bengals. So uh, if you like the Bengals, let's be honest, you're playing them on the money line anyway. Really good NFL card this week. We'll have some fun tracking all these lines right up till game time here. But it's time to talk a little college football playoff forecasting. Mm -hmm. And it's not just, hey, let's go over each one of these games and break it down. Now, we want to talk upsets here and a pathway towards victory. Let's start with Friday night in Vegas, Utah, USC. The FanDuel Sportsbook opened this lineup at a minus one point price. Now sits at minus two and a half as a favorite for USC. Most people are like, what do you mean it's only two and a half points here? Well, if you rewind the clock back earlier, Utah actually beat USC in a high-scoring affair. This game is actually listed at 66 and a half points. So you tell me, Joe Ranieri, the pathway to victory. And can Utah pull the mild upset and knock SC out of the playoffs? 
Absolutely, uh, they can. Didn't they already do that? Um, yeah, so they did it. It, it's I I find it fascinating too because uh, we saw the numbers uh, during the week here. You know what happens when you get these situations where teams play each other for a second time, and the team <laughs> the, the team that lost the first time. Uh, is there any value? Is there any trend that says, hey, they bounce back the second time? Actually, there's not. It's about a 50-50 proposition in that second go-around. Uh, the totals is where it comes into play. It's interesting, especially indoors, where this one's in Vegas, uh, I believe. And look, uh, what do you got? Two, three, somewhere in that ballpark here for USC. It is the one team that was able to... Uh, handle business against uh, this uh, this USC offense, although it was a one of the most entertaining games that we saw all year uh, in that first go-around. I don't know that anything is going to be different in this one. It's going to come down to which defense can get a stop late in this game. I happen to think it's Utah. I think Utah presents. Let me put it this way to you, Donnie. If this was Oregon, yeah. I think USC blows them out. I think Oregon uh, gets mopped up and uh, USC coasts into the playoff. Utah, not so much. Mostly because offensively, they can go toe-to-toe. They can uh, keep uh, Caleb Williams and company on the sideline. They can extend drives because the biggest, the worst group on the field in this game, Donnie, and tell me if I'm wrong, is that USC defense, which is. Utah exploited uh, in the first game. And I, if, if they don't get four turnovers or five turnovers, guess what? They are about as mediocre as possible. So I do think the edge here is with uh, Utah getting it done and causing all sorts of chaos there come, uh, come Sunday. Yeah, big things down in Vegas. I'm sure these two teams are happy, too. Like, hey, where are we going for the Pac-12 championship? Mm -hmm. Not going to Santa Clara and playing in 50-degree weather, but heading down to Vegas here. Should be an action-packed atmosphere. And that game's going to be Friday night, so we'll know a lot about the college football playoff before we even hit Saturday. Yep. But right off the bat on Saturday, big noon kickoff. I don't know if the Big 12 is all that happy with Kansas State and TCU playing for this championship, not sort of their flagship programs. This game's going to take place at Jerry World, and just like we talked about the previous game, Utah and USC a minus two-and-a-half-point favorite here for TCU in a total listed at 61-and-a-half, pulling off the upset for Kansas State. What needs to happen here, Joe? Um, this is going to be um, also maybe the most entertaining yeah. as well here. Um, but much like Utah, I think, is an incredibly live dog uh, in this championship week, yeah, Kansas State is absolutely a live dog to get this uh, done here, guys. And they played back in week eight. And if you'll remember, uh, K-State was destroying TCU early in the first half. And then the injuries started to come. Uh, all of the uh, receivers started to go down. The quarterbacks uh, went down. They were eventually finishing that game in the fourth quarter. K-State with a third-string quarterback. Uh, because uh, Adrian Martinez uh, got knocked out. Will Howard now, the quarterback, he got knocked out. So then he had to come back in. It was an absolute mess for K-State. Once again, TCU got every break known to mankind in that game. So you know what, Donnie? Uh, K-State, ever since that loss in Week 8, has been absolutely rolling. 4-1, and one, straight up and against the number. And even though TCU is, uh, is still unbeaten, um, they've also only lost two games all year against the spread. This is a winner-take-all situation. I like Kansas State as the dog to get it done and exact the revenge, but it's going to be fun to watch. I can tell you that right now. The college football playoff committee, if you're watching right now, they're going to be probably wearing purple, but not TCU's purple, mm -hmm. Kansas State purple, mm -hmm. hoping to knock them out. Now, the next couple of games we're going to talk about, not so easy to pull upsets here because we're talking LSU, mm -hmm. Georgia, and a line that opened up at 16 and a half that now at the FanDuel Sportsbook sits at 18 and a half. LSU thought they might be coming into this game with a legitimate chance to make the college football playoff. Those flames were doused last week with a terrible loss to Texas A&M. Banged up their quarterback close to three touchdowns short. Is an upset even possible for LSU at this point here? We look at, say, well, Georgia, even if they lose, they're still in. So it's no big deal. Trust me. They want to win the SEC championship. Both of these teams. How can LSU pull this upset? Well, it's such a weird game because the stakes are just not there. Like, yes, yeah. Georgia wants to win the SEC championship, but at what cost? 
I mean, what what are they? Are they really going to lay it out? They already know they're in the college football playoff, win or lose, right? So there's really not that kind of pressure. And L and LSU, they really did think they'd come into this game with two uh, with two losses and an opportunity to shock the world. And then they laid an egg against A and M and Jimbo Fisher as a double digit favorite. So. I don't know what kind of state of mind they're going to be in here. Uh, we did watch, of course, Georgia start real slow against Georgia Tech last week, didn't we? They ended up handling business in the second half. So if I was going to bet anything, I'd probably look LSU early in this game, maybe in the first half, uh, and then eventually Georgia pull away in the second half. But uh, this is just a there's nothing really at stake in this game at all. Michigan's had a sensational season, obviously, and including the game where they absolutely hammered the Ohio State in their own building. They're showing as a 16-and-a-half-point favorite over Purdue. Is there a way where Michigan possibly could have come out flat after beating their rival the previous week? Or is this just a coronation where Michigan goes, we're much better than you, Purdue. We're going to keep this on the ground, blast you, and move on into the college football playoff. How can Purdue pull the upset here? Well, it's interesting because these two teams have not played yet this year, right? I mean, yep. they didn't face yep. one another here. Purdue ended up winning uh, seven of their last nine. Um, it is an intriguing matchup because of the fact that Purdue and uh, uh, Aiden O'Connell, they can throw the rock around the field. And, you know, Purdue is a big underdog with Jeff Brom, has always been a profitable proposition backing them in the dog spot you don't want Purdue as a favorite in any way shape or form um but this could be maybe a little bit of a letdown here after that uh, Ohio State win right you got to worry about that Donnie and we've seen Michigan play down to competition this year have we not teams they should have been blowing out they didn't blow out you know and that could be what we've got here um, tough to handicap this one, but Michigan wins. The question is, is Michigan win uh, a tight game or a blowout? Uh, it may be a lot closer than Michigan fans want to realize. Quickly on this one, Joe, of all those games we just went over, who's the most likely to pull off the upset this weekend out of those games? K-State. I think K-State gets it done against TCU. They exact that revenge. They are exactly the kind of team that can handle the punch of TCU, and then uh, fire right back. So, And they've been there, done that. These kids know they can beat TCU. There you go. Joe Ranieri, the first of 16 straight hours of programming for him today on the Sports Grid Network. He's ready to go. Are you ready to go? Thank you, Joe Ranieri, for joining us here on the early line. And I got a Listen Up segment coming up that has to deal with soccer. So, yeah, come on back and listen up. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Building a stronger financial foundation? Good plan. Northwestern Mutual's Guide to Good Financial Planning can help you balance spending and saving, set goals, and start creating the life you want to be living. You'll learn how the tools in your financial plan reinforce each other to help you minimize taxes and offset potential risks. Grow your confidence by strengthening your finances today at northwesternmutual.com slash good plan. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
All right, final segment here of the show for the early line on the Sports Grid Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. Joe Ranieri and Donnie Wright side from 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern. We got you through all the topics that you need to know for the rest of your Sports Grid day, but also make sure following this show here to tune in to the morning after with Ben Stevens. We reviewed a lot today, some college basketball, some NBA action, and also, most importantly, some of my favorite stuff here when we talk about where the lines are going to close this weekend in NFL action and also so who can pull those big-time upsets this weekend? So the College Football Playoff Committee will work overtime on Saturday night into Sunday. But every four years, the World Cup comes around, and when the U.S. team is involved in advancing, it's a lot of fun. So we're going to talk some soccer coming up next. Listen up. Some would have thought, and myself included, we're going to Qatar for the World Cup. Why is this not in the summer? It's going to be terrible. It's over Thanksgiving. It's Christmas. It's winter. It's football season. And we're not going to be able to pay attention to this. Well, the Hardy soccer fan would always pay attention. But for somebody like myself that just likes big events that are on, but it just can't coincide with like big-time college football or NFL, then I probably wouldn't be able to watch. And also it helps that the U.S. soccer team is good. Moving on from the group stage into the knockout stage. But how about this? The perfect placement of this game this Saturday, 10 a.m. What an awesome appetizer before a full college football slate and then an NFL Sunday. So you can cheer on good old Team USA and not have to worry about channel flipping. Where's this game at? What's this score? Oh, my goodness, what did I miss? Polishik with another goal. No, you're not going to have to do that. You can sit down, have your coffee, have your bagel, have your breakfast sandwich, cereal, oatmeal, whatever you want to eat, and relax and enjoy this game on Saturday without having to worry about anything else going on in the college football NFL sphere. Congratulations. The World Cup is a massive success. Even on my end, when I'm not a huge soccer guy, we'll see if Team USA can pull off that win against the Netherlands, but it is at the perfect time. You know what else is the perfect time? To keep it right here on the Sports Grid Network. The morning after, coming up next. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.